Welcome to Lighthouse Center's podcast. We are a growing church community in Bacoor. We hope this service inspires you to have a passion for God and compassion for people. Good morning, church. Good morning, everyone. Magandang araw po sa ating lahat. And um, uh, medyo matagal na, no, na we are separated from each other, but mabuti na lang ang Diyos ay Espiritu. At pwede tayong magsama-sama. Because He Himself has given us His Spirit, therefore we can be binded to each other, even though ganito yung sitwasyon natin lahat. I hope po that you are all well and fine in your houses, in your own home, even though our topic for this series is far from home. <laughs> Sige po, let's close our eyes and let's start studying the Word of God. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for this um, time. We thank you, Lord, for Uh, allowing us, Lord, to gather, Lord, even though it is virtual. Kaya niyo, Panginoon, that your spirit will work, Lord. At hindi ito magiging matipid, Panginoon. Hindi ito, Panginoon, kulang kumpara sa dati namin natatanggap. Kundi, Lord, uh, Lord, we will receive, Panginoon, as how we are receiving before and even more. Thank you for your goodness, Father. We love you. And we are asking, Lord, for your spirit to come, to touch our hearts, Lord, wherever we are right now. Bless your word, bless your people, open our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray, Amen and Amen. So today, alam niyo po magbabasa tayo ng isang story from the exile because it went for many long years. Katulad po ng uh, pinag-usapan natin last week, even though you are not, if you are not here on our service last week, uh, what we are talking about is the exile. It's the Babylonian exile to be specific. At alam natin na sinabi ni Lord during that time is that how many years? That's 70 years that they were in exile. Pero marami pang story pagkatapos nun. We have to understand na hindi lang yun natapos in 70 years. Alam niyo po ba yun? That the prophecy during that time will be 70 years at hindi niyo akalain yung susunod na sinabi ni Lord. Dahil marami pa rin hindi nagbabago, marami pa rin dapat ayusin. And uh, hindi ko nasasabihin yung detalye. You read your Bibles and you look on it. Kasi hindi sa plus years. It's times. Yun ang yari. And alam niyo po yun, in, during this time, magbabasa tayo sa mahabang panahon ng exile, how they were feeling, how it feels to be far from home. Naiintindihan din natin ngayon that our series is actually focusing on our situation right now. Na nasa pandemic tayo and we are not actually comfortable in our places. We are adjusting from our realities before. Na dati komportable tayo on coffee shops, on fellowships inside churches. Alam niyo po yun, in gatherings, we are comfortable relating with each other. We feel home whenever we, we are with our friends. Now everything is just virtual. And we feel like we are far from how we felt comfortable before. We, we are far from the convenience that we have experienced before. We are all adjusting. Amen? And that is the topic of Far From Home. That's what our series is about. And uh, ngayon, um, now, the Israelites felt this. The Israelites felt this. They were in exile. Natalo ng Babylon ang Israel. Ang Israel. At, at ngayon ay napunta sila sa Babylon. Nilipat yung mga pinakamagagaling sa kanila. At kasama dito sa mga magagaling na to, Alam niyo po yan, iniwan yung iba, 
Nahirapan yung iba, yung iba ay lumipat ng ibang lugar, they stood as refugees, and some were taken by the, Babylonian, by the Babylonians to serve in their kingdom. And one of these people that were brought into Babylon ay yung sikat na kilala natin. It was Daniel and his friends, who are his three friends. It's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Tama po ba? But today we will focus on the life of Daniel as one of those who live in exile. We will be reading from Daniel chapter 6. Though, dahil mahabang kwento, itong kwento ni Daniel ay hindi ko siya babasahin, pero uunti-untiin natin siya sa kwento. Alam nyo po, si Daniel ay nabuhay sa isang sikat na heritage, sa isang um, uh, mayamang pamilya. Hindi sa hindi sa katulad ng may hirap na Israelita. Hindi siya nandun sa sector na yun. But he is on an upper sector, um, meaning educated sa, Kaya nga siya kinuha ng Babylon. Kasi magaling siya. Magaling siya. At sila na medyo nakatataas during that time, sila yung mga kinuha. And, you know, Daniel being an Israelite, of course, he follows God. Not just necessarily that he follows God because he is an Israelite, But he believed in God. He believes in the power of God. And um, uh, isa si Daniel sa mga naniwala sa sinabi ni Jeremiah and the prophet Isaiah that we will prosper in this land. We will prosper in exile. We will settle and there is a chance that we will prosper. That we will prosper. We will strive to excel. And he conformed to that. So Daniel excelled and he answered the call of Jeremiah to settle and grow in the city. You know, um, babalikan natin from uh, just experiencing how it feels before. Just try to al- allude or um, sundan natin yung pakiramdam nila ng pagkakataon na yun. Is actually, kung ikaw, kinuha ka sa isang lugar, Ikaw, sinakop ka, di ba? Dalawa yung possible response, tama? Kunyari, Babylon, o kaya tayo, Pilipinas, sinakop ng China. Sana wag mangyari. Pero, um, sinakop tayo ng ibang bansa. Actually, we have two options, di ba? We can submit or we can refuse, tama? We can submit or we can resist. Although, alam natin that most likely we will submit because maliit lang tayo, I mean, isang tao lang tayo. But deep inside our hearts, there is still a decision to make. Will I follow or not? Pero pagdating sa kanila, it is, alam nyo naman, pagdating sa time nila, kapag sinabing sinakop, buo. <laughs> buo. Hindi hindi diplomasa. Pero buo silang kukunin. And during this time, um, we have to understand that Daniel took the decision to submit. He decided to submit in exile. And kung iisipin pa natin ang mas malalim is kapag sinabing magsasubmit into the new government, into the new way of living, magbabago ka ng lifestyle. Actually, the name Daniel was changed into his name was changed. Diba si Shadrach, si Meshach, at si Abednego, those were Babylonian names. 
there are no longer Israelite or Hebrew names. So, pinago yung pangalan niya. Ay, hindi tunog Chinese. Tunog Pilipino. So, baguhin natin. Alam niyo po yun? Ganun yung ginagawa. Why? Because they will be leaders during their time. And they have to really take the identity of being a Babylonian. Nakikita na natin kung gano'ng kalaki yung changes na inaask, yung submission na hinihingi ng exile. Now, Daniel's name, ang ganda ng pangalan ni Daniel, kasi ang pangalan ni Daniel, ang ibig sabihin nun is God is my judge. God is my judge. And binago yun ng Babylon. Binago yun nung, nung nag-decide si Daniel na mag-submit. And it became Belte Shazar. It's Belte Shazar. Ang original name ni Shadrach ay Hananiah, ni Meshach ay Mishael, at ni Abednego ay Azariah. Diba? They have good names. Pero alam nyo, ang medyo sampal pa doon ay yung pinangalan sa kanila ay pangalan ng mga Diyos ng Babylon. At ang ibig sabihin ng Belteshazzar ay katiwala ng hari. So binago ng buo yung pagkatao nila. That is what they are trying to do when they are in the Babylonian exile. There is a story also na binago pati yung pagkain, but Daniel refused. Can you still remember that? That their lifestyle are being changed. Yung pananamit nila, yung wika nila, binabago to lahat. And this call to submission is not actually submit na passive. It's an active submission. I will listen and I will do what I can do. Are we getting this? So, if we will study this, it is a full turn to them. It is submission. Hindi lang mahirap sumunod, pero kung iisipin mo, kung iisipin pa natin ng malalim, It is submission to the people who called, who killed their friends. It is a submission to the people who subdued them. It is submission to the people who killed their entire city, who put their Jerusalem, who put Jerusalem in fire. And realizing this, alam niyo po yun, napakahirap ng submission na hinihingi sa kanila. Now, but let's take a look at verse 5. In verse 3, ang sabi niya dito, in verse 3, sabi niya, Now, Daniel was so distinguished, Now, Daniel so distinguished himself among the administrators and the satraps by his exceptional qualities that the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. Excellence ba? Submission ba? Excellence sa submission ba hinahanap natin? Grabe yung excellence ni Daniel. Grabe yung submission niya. Amen? Nagpabiktiman ba siya sa sitwasyon? Nagsubmit ba siya sa sitwasyon? Nagpasakop pa siya sa mananakop? Kung iisipin natin, at kung siguro kung tayo rin yung tao during that time, one issue that can be raised is what? Medyo pride si Daniel. Hindi ba? Have we seen the story on this side? There is actually a side na siguro kung tayo yung mga Israelita during that time, nahirapan, tapos pinaglalaban natin yung Israel hanggang ngayon, although talo talaga yung Israel, they were in ruins during that time. Wala talaga silang mapaglaban. 
Pero we have to see right now that Daniel excelled in submission. Nakinonsider sa ng hari, Nebuchadnezzar, at yung pumalit sa kanya si Belshazzar, ang pangalan niya ay Belteshazzar, at yung hari na pumalit kay Nebuchadnezzar ay yung anak niya at pinangalang, <laughs> at, at ang pangalan ay Belshazzar, di ba? Sinunod na yung pangalan sa kanya. Ganun sa ka-excellent. Parang, okay, ikaw si uh, Neil. Okay. Neil, dahil excellent yung kasama mo, ikaw na si Neil Jr. Pareho na kayo. Familiar ba? Parang ganun eh. Di ba? Parang, wow, ang excellent nila. Ganyan. So, ganun yung extent, di ba? Wow, karangalan. Ako si Belshazzar. Ganun yung excellence ni Daniel during this time. He submitted well. At kinonsider sa na what? Maging na maging ruler sa buong kingdom. Hindi sa Babylonian by birth. He is an Israelite. And to consider an opposition to be a ruler over the kingdom, it will take sobra-sobrang daming trust issues. Amen? But here is Daniel overcoming all of that. Now we will see here, natotoo ba, si Daniel ay, ay in honor ni Lord in that way, in his ways. He submitted to a foreign land. He submitted to a foreign land. But we have to remember, that this submission, that this submission is not the bad type of submission. Ang pangit pakinggan, ang pangit tingnan that it is Babylon whom Daniel submitted to. Can you still remember the, the call of Jeremiah? The call of Jeremiah is here. Build houses and settle down, plant gardens, and eat what they produce. Manatili, um, mag, magtayo, mabuhay, sabi niya, yumabong, you know, marry and have sons. Pero kailangan natin matandaan na lahat ng yan, lumiit, yung tingin natin sa calling ni Lord na yan, nung sinabi ni Lord na ano, sabi niya, also seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. So it isn't just submission, it's making them richer. It's making them more prosperous. Parang kahaway ka na lang kay Lord, diba? Lord, kalaban kasi talaga yan eh. Lord, yan yung pumatay, oh. at saka yun sumunog sa templo mo. Kung ikaw, ayaw mong ipaglaban yung sarili mo, Ako ay paglalaban kita. Di ba? Ganun tayo minsan. <laughs> and, but, you know, ang sinasabi ni Lord dito, wag, ipaglaban mo sila. Mas okay na sila. Ito yung direction ko and you shall follow this. Sometimes we are thinking that um, uh, na mas dakila siguro pag pinaglaban nila. But here, it's a different story. Naging mas dakila at mas na-recognize ni Lord si Daniel where? When he chose to submit. When he chose to submit. 
Alam niyo ang kalaban ng common people during this time? It is not actually ang 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 inilalaban ng Diyos nung pagkakataon na to, if we will take it into a deeper understanding, is, di ba, parang ang iniisip natin is ang pinaglalaban nila ay si Lord. Ganyan. Ang pinag, ang, kung sakaling magre-refuse sila, ang paglalaban nila si Lord. But most likely is um, the definition of greatness na mas dakila sila dahil pinaglaban nila sa iba dahil lumaban sila sa iba na nagde-defeat kay Lord na tinatry na i-subdue yung nation ng Diyos. But it appears that what is being defeated right now and what God's to defeat this time is yung sarili nating decision sa kung ano yung gusto nating ipaglaban. It appears na yung paglaban sa sarili yung laban dito. Na ang laban ay hindi against sa ibang tao pero yung against sa sarili nila o sa sarili natin sa pagkakataon na yun. The Israelites weren't just fighting for for the Israelites weren't fighting for God alone during that time but they were fighting for themselves. And what God is saying to them is don't fight for yourselves. Submit And when you submit, that is the only way that you can fight and win over yourself. Gusto kong kalabanin ninyo yung sarili ninyo. Gusto kong matalo ninyo yung sarili ninyo. And that will only happen when you learn to submit. Are we getting the point? And that is the first point. Submit. You know? How, how was it made possible? Tingnan natin ha. How excellent and how submissive Daniel was. Sabi niya dyan is, Finally, this man said, We will never find any basis for charges against this man, Daniel. Wala tayong mahahanap na kahit anong rejection niya, na kahit anong hindi niya pagsunod sa government during that time, sa Babylon during that time. Sabi niya, wala tayong mahanap na ginawa niyang mali. So ngayon, unless it has something to do with the law of this God. Now, this gives us a very, very good direction. Kasi ang sabi niya, wala siyang hindi sununod. Ang mahanap lang natin, pwedeng maging butas ni Daniel, is that yung mga bagay na tungkol sa kanya at sa Diyos niya. So, is that possible? Alam niyo, ang galing nitong Ang galing ng verse na to because it it gives us an irony. Ironic na nasusunod ni Daniel yung yung Babylon, isang nation na kalaban. At the same time, he remains faithful to the law of his God. Possible pala yun? Kasi sometimes we lean only on two choices. Diba? Sometimes we lean only on two choices. It's either we submit fully, it's either we resist fully. But here, si Daniel, pareho niyang pinili. <laughs> Are we getting this? Ang sabi dito is, sumunod siya, 
we will not find any basis for charges that charges are sempre tungkol to kay King Darius, the king of the Babylon during that time. The king of that nation. At ang sabi niya dito, unless it has something to do with the law of his God. So meaning, Daniel is also obedient to the law of his God. And we are actually exploring the third option that Daniel is illustrating, that the story of Daniel is illustrating to each and every one of us. Ang pinag-uusapan natin dito is yung third option. We are trying to explore that the first option will be to submit, the second option will be to, let's take a look at Daniel chapter 6 verse 7. It says here, the royal administrators, prefects, satraps, advisors, and governors have all agreed that the king should issue an edict and enforce the decree that anyone who prays to any god or human being during the next 30 days except to you, your majesty, shall be thrown into the lion's den. Now, the conflict grew. Lumaki yung conflict. We have to remember that Babylon is the nation whom God entrusted para sa mga Israelita during that time. If you will read some of the, if you will read God's, uh, God's edict to Belshazzar, yung sinabi ni Lord, yung nagmana, di ba, nang matay na si Nebuchadnezzar, tapos ang nagmana yung anak niya. Ngayon, nung, binib, nung, nung hinusgahan na ng Diyos si Belshazzar, ang sinabi niya doon, kinilala kasi ako ng tatay mo. So meaning there is a factor that Babylon was really used by God to fulfill His purpose to His people. Now, pagdating dito, is that, ang ibig ko sabihin is that siguro it flowed smoothly during that time because there is a portion na hawak ng Diyos ang lahat. Diyos pa rin ang hari. Kaya naging smooth flowing, pwedeng pareho silang masunod. It's the government, it's the Babylon, and um, abiding ka sa Babylon at the same time, fully submissive ka kay Lord during that time. Pero ngayon, gumalaw yung kaaway. Pinag, pinag-cross ko ngayon. Kailangan na talagang mamili ni Daniel. At ang sabi ngayon, ang sinabi ngayon ng, ng mga leaders, because they were envious of Daniel, wala silang mahanap na mali kay Daniel. At talagang unti na lang magiging sobrang taas na nito. At nakakainggit talaga siguro yung posisyon niya. Ang dami nilang issue for we have to understand that Daniel is of another race. Daniel isn't a homegrown. Daniel is not deserving. Daniel is young. So, kailangan nilang ngayon maalis si Daniel. So, ang ginawa nila, pinagbawal ang pananalangin for the next 30 days. At lagi natin itong pinag-uusapan na kung tayo yung kwento, kung tayo si Daniel sa kwento na to. Masaya tayo, di ba? <laughs> Bawal mag-pray 30 days? Ha? Tapos ko na yun, ah. <laughs> Assignment ba yun? Natapos na yun, ah. Gawa ko na yun, medyo lang. Pero dito si Daniel, nalaman niya ngayon. Ganyan. Hindi pa siguro alam ni Daniel na ginawa yung batas para sa kanya. Di ba? Ginawa yung batas para sa kanya. Pinagbawalan lahat manalangin. Dahil hindi ka namin mapigil, hindi namin mapigilan yung excellence mo, hindi namin mapigilan yung galing mo, yung submission mo. At ang sabi ngayon, nung 
Ang ginawa ngayon ay trinap sa At itong batas na to ay hindi pwedeng i-compromise pati ng hari. Nung pinirmahan yun ang hari, kahit yung hari, hindi pwedeng baliin yung pagkapirma niya doon. Hindi naisip ng hari, hindi siguro kilala ng hari intimately si Daniel during that time. He just knows that Daniel can be trusted. Pero hindi niya alam na nananalangin kasi araw-araw si Daniel. So ngayon, na-it's a trap ngayon yung hari. Because even King Darius loved him. Nung ginawa niya tong batas na to at nung nahuli si Daniel, hindi nakatulog yung hari, kakaisip ng paraan, paano maliligtas si Daniel? See how, how it worked during this time? It's really good for Daniel. Pero ngayon, Daniel has to decide. Amen? Si Daniel ay kailangan ng magdesisod. Um... Nung sinabi tong batas na to, alam ni Daniel that he can actually, that he has to do something. He cannot fully submit to the government. He cannot fully submit to Babylon. At the same time, he cannot fully submit to, to God at the same time. Now, he will draw a line. Dodrawingan niya na ng linya. At ipapakita niya na sa atin ngayon yung linya kung hanggang saan tayo kailangan mag-submit. Amen. Daniel drew a line of the limits of submission. At alam natin yung ginawa ni Daniel pagkatapos nito. If, if, if some of us are not aware, basahin natin. Now when Daniel learned that the decree had been published, he went home to his upstairs room where the windows opened toward Jerusalem. Three times a day, he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to his God just as he had done before. Am I missing a verse? I am not missing a verse here. Isang verse lang talaga yan. At wala nang pagitan sa gitna ng verse. Kasi yan, sarap sanang isipin na when, David, that, now when Daniel learned that the decree had been published, tapos ang sarap magsingit, diba? He stopped praying, ganyan. Pero koma lang, gitling lang, ganyan. Koma lang yung pagitan. At ang sabi niya dyan, He went home to his upstairs room where the windows opened toward Jerusalem. Okay, and what did he do? He prayed. Three times he kneeled. Ah. Ang galing po, di ba? Umuwi siya nang parang hindi niya, okay, nalaman ko. <laughs> di ba parang ganun? Okay, nalaman ko. Uwi na ako kasi prayer time ko. Okay. Hindi mo ako narinig. Parang ganun, di ba? Hindi mo narinig. Ulitin ko ha, bawal mag-pray. Uh, uwi na ako, mag-pray ako. Parang ganun, di ba? And to think that it was an easy decision for Daniel. <laughs> Because wala man lang ditong nalista na he thought or he is thinking deeply. Ganyan, di ba? Pero ang ganda kung paano sa sinulat na Naging madaling desisyon to para sa kanya. Hindi kaya ibig sabihin nun nung una pa lang is hindi na siya nagsubmit. 
hindi kaya ibig sabihin na nung una pa lang, yung submission niya ay may mas malalim na ibig sabihin kaysa sa submission na alam natin. That he really is not submitting to the government, but he is submitting to the will of God. That he is submitting to the prophecy and the call of Jeremiah, the proclamation of Jeremiah during that time that I have to submit to this government because this is how to submit to God. I have to submit and make Babylon prosperous because this is the direction of God. And the submit there is not actually submitting to Babylon, but it's actually submitting to God. Because it isn't a hard decision for Daniel to do it. Kahit alam niya. Alam natin kung saan sikat si Daniel. Daniel and the den of lions. Daniel and the den of lions. Alam natin na pagkatapos nito, si Daniel ay nanalangin, nahuli siya, at iniligtas siya ng Diyos sa pangil ng leon. But today, let's see it on this side that Daniel submitted, but he is actually submitting to God. Hindi pala, kasi pag inisip natin, ano ba ibig sabihin nito? Lord, submission, so give up na kami. So suko na lang kami sa sitwasyon. Ngayon, sinabi sa pandemic, na bawal to, bawal yan. So meaning, I, I, I just have to not attend. <laughs> I um, I can fully not attend, do nothing. Why? Because that's what the government is trying to do is how, how the government tries to encourage us. Because that's how just the, how the world flows. And it's safer not to do this, not to do that. Pero can we understand right now that even that we are in exile and we are in the restrictions of exile, we can still submit to God. We can still do something. Daniel drew a clear line. And this is the wonder of the third option. Amen. He was prohibited to pray. And this was the observation of the of his critics. And sabi niya dyan, then they said to the king, Daniel, who is one of the exiles from Judah, pays no attention to you, your majesty, or to the decree you put in writing, he still prays. He still prays three times a day. Hi. Alam niyo po, I guess the word is significant to us this way. That the world is giving us reasons right now. Wala man sigurong gobyernong tumataliwas katulad nito na nagbabawal ng pananalangin. Pero alam natin na maraming udyok ng damdamin ngayon o ng nararamdaman natin o ng paghihirap na nararamdaman natin ngayon yung pumipigil sa atin para manalangin. Yung pumipigil sa atin para magpatuloy. Pumipigil sa atin para mag-aral. Pumipigil sa atin para magbigay ng panahon kay Kristo. But you know, Daniel, as he submits, he also resisted. Right? 
nagsubmit siya ng buong-buo ng una now he learned to resist. Now, alam niya na hindi na to pwedeng magalaw nitong Babylon. Ito yung bahaging hindi na pwedeng galawin ng Babylon. Binigay ko sa kanila yung pangalan ko, binigay ko sa kanila itong bagay na to, binigay ko sa kanila yung serviso ko, yung galing ko, dahil inutos to ni Lord. Pero itong bagay na to, malinaw sa akin na hindi kalooban ng Diyos. Kaya do-drawingan ko to ng linya dahil hindi ko na kayang lampasan yung bahagi na yan. Hanggang dito lang ako. What the message might be telling us is that sometimes we don't know how to draw the line. Alam nyo, ang magandang illustration kay Daniel is that he prayed and even though nagkaroon ng batas na bawal manalangin, walang nagbago sa buhay panalangin niya. Ni walang adjustment period si Daniel. Okay, sasara ko na lang ng konti para hindi ako mapansin. Hindi niya yun ginawa. Binuksan niya pa rin ang buo yung bintana niya. If we will read, if we will read the verse, ang sabi doon tatlong bagay. Diba? Sabi niya, he opened his windows toward Jerusalem. Windows, nasa taas, so kitang-kita talaga kapag mananalangin siya. Pangalawa, hindi niya binawasan yung time ng prayer niya. Three times a day is three times a day. Nagkaroon ng batas, three times a day is still three times a day. Nagkaroon ng pagpipigil, three times a day will still be three times a day. He fell down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to God, just as he had done before. Parang walang nangyari. He was brought far from home, but it seems nothing changed into the spiritual life and into the devotion, into the loyalty of Daniel. How were we changed by the pandemic? How were we changed by the situation today? Can we say na, no, it, I, I did it just how I did it before? Ang sarap isipin na si Daniel ko malang tayo yung adjustment period natin tigita, three months, di ba? <laughs> three months, five months, or Probably till now, we are not still adjusting. We aren't still going back to our prayer life. We are still saying na pwede na to, pwede na to. Ito na muna sa ngayon. I'm not saying don't adjust. I'm not expecting that much from you. I cannot and I'm not allowed to do so and to place that to our lives. But what am I saying that Daniel is saying to us that it's possible. Sa may mga taong may intention mismo na manira sa kanya, but he endured. Tayo, nandito tayo ngayon malaya. Maraming rason para tumigil, pero ang sinasabi ng Diyos is dapat malaman natin kung hanggang saan lang dapat tayo tumitigil. Kung hanggang saan lang dapat tayo yuyuko. At ano yung bahaging dapat ipaglaban na natin. Daniel here and his friends do something. They have drawn a line between submission and resistance. When to submit and when to resist, consult Daniel. He did it very well. He answered the question, na, will I stop now? Will I still submit? Kung sinasabi na nito ay tigilan ko yung buhay panalangin ko para sa Panginoon. No, I'm not limiting the, the topic into your prayer life, but in our whole Christian life. Kamusta ba yung Christian life natin? 
Did we submit? Ano yung first option? It's to submit, to change our ways. The second is to resist or just to die. But you know, the third option will be to be faithful. The third option is to be faithful. You know, protocols can stop face-to-face services. Amen? But draw the line. Don't stop worshiping. Amen? The pandemic can draw a line or can limit us and stop us into producing resources, money, finances, provisions. But draw the line. Don't stop giving. Don't stop your sacrifices and your offerings to God in any form it may come. Amen? The gathering can be stopped, but don't stop praying and worshiping. How are you? Have it stopped us? The Bible studies can cease and be silenced. But we can still endure and we can still give time in our devotion to the Lord, giving quiet time, studying our Bible. The situation can stop us from talking to people. Ngayon, lagging one meter distance, two meters distance with face mask and face shield. Imposibleng magkarinigan, pero hindi nun sinasabi. At hindi nun dapat tayo pigilin in saving lives, in winning people, in sharing Christ and the gospel to them. You know, there is a line between submission and resistance. And we have to draw it clearly. God rescued Daniel. Amen. We know that God rescued Daniel. He was saved from the lion's den. At alam nyo ang sabi, Sabi ni King Darius. King Darius wrote to all the nations and peoples of every language and all the earth. Nung naligtas na sa, sabi niya dito, may you prosper greatly. I issue a decree that in every part of my kingdom, people must fear and reverence the God of Daniel. For he is the living God and he endures forever. His kingdom will not be destroyed. His dominion will never end. You know, the faith of Daniel, binago ni Daniel, binago ng pananampalataya ni Daniel, yung kapangyarihan ng nasa taas sa pagkakataon na yun. He was able to win soul even though he is in, he is in exile. And just the right mixture of submission and resistance. Just knowing where to draw the line. Just rightly listening to the voice of God.
The line is faithfulness. The line is faithfulness. The line we are talking about is loyalty. Daniel was ever loyal to Jesus, to God. Daniel was ever loyal, ever faithful to God. Dun sa hindi nagmintis. And that is the third option we have The reflection questions for this week before we pray. I guess it's good to reflect about this before we pray. Is how, how is our faith changed by the current situation? Paano binago ng sitwasyon ngayon yung pananampalataya na? It's really good to think about Daniel. Walang binawas sa bilang ng pananalangin niya. Walang binawas sa forma. Walang binawas for any compromise. Do it. And secondly, is do we remain faithful? Do we remain loyal to God? Do we remain in full submission to Him? Even though our situation calls us and tempts us to submit to other gods. To submit to the God of comfort. To submit to the God of worries. To submit to the God of needs. To submit to money. To submit to luck. Are we still faithful to God? Let's close our eyes. We will pray. God, today let us be challenged through the life of the Lord, we're going through many things right now. We have many reasons, Lord, not to remain faithful, to compromise. Kasi, Lord, kaysa mas mahirap yung sitwasyon namin ngayon. Kaysa, Lord, mas mahirap dahil wala kaming kinikita. Limitado yung oras, limitado yung galaw, limitado kung nasaan kami. Nagbago lahat. Pero hayaan nyo sa pagbabago na yun, Panginoon, hindi madama yung pananampalataya natin. Hindi magbago, hindi bumaba, hindi mabawasan. Hindi ko mong permiso. Tulungan mo kami, Panginoon, dahil ito yung naisin ng puso natin. Lord, if we are drowned by reasons right now, release us from it, God. Free us from the slavery of these reasons, God. Kung naiisip man namin, Panginoon, ngayon, tamang hindi manalangin, na tamang tumigil, tamang magbawas, tamang hindi mag-isip, tamang hindi mag-aral, makinig sa'yo, Panginoon. Or even the simple attendance to our services. Or the simple prayer time in our mornings, evenings. If we've done too many compromises, God, rescue us. We want to be rescued. Allow us to be like Daniel, faithful and loyal in every circumstance. How, however, it, however hard it may be, we believe in you and we love you, God. Allow us to trust you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you are empowered and encouraged to have passion for God and compassion for people.